Hello, everyone, and welcome to what is hopefully the first of many of the Tasty Philosophy podcasts. So to start off, I want to just say that this podcast is just meant to be a way for me to ramble about some of the thoughts I have on a day-to-day basis about philosophy. So the first thing I want to start off with talking about is the true world theory. You may not know what the true world theory is necessarily, but you've definitely heard of different kinds of true worlds. The most common of these true worlds being heaven, right? So the true world theory basically presents the idea that most religions have a thought process of this world is just a barrier that we have to get through to get to a next and subjectively better world. So, obviously, heaven, for example, um, we believe in Christianity that once you get past this barrier of a world, you can join God up in heaven and in a better world. And this theory has always been so interesting to me just because I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> and that might sound funny, right? Because what what percentage of the population believes in a true world? It's a very, very large percentage, but I just think it's kind of ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense, right? How can a true world really exist? Because the true world is just an excuse for people to say, this life doesn't matter right? They think, just because I'm mediocre in this life, I'll be a king in the next one, right? It's a more comfortable way to think about things when you mess up in this life, right? Because why, why would you want this life to be the permanent one, right? This one's so stressful. There's so many issues. And we have war, we have war, pollution, famine, all sorts of different things that make this reality really hard to accept that this is the real one, right? So people choose to instead put their faith in a God and a quote-unquote true world, like I said, and believe that there is a better place for them sometime in the future. And I, I just, I can't believe it. I just can't because trying to give life a purpose is just ridiculous, right? This is obviously coming from someone who is a very strong believer in nihilism and thinks that there's just, there's no point to life, right? There's no point. Um, Everything around us is just kind of trivial and is irrelevant. There's, you know, no positive, no negative, you know, everything's meaningless, right? So, because I think that way, I think it's ridiculous to just hope that there's another plane that, you know, will transcend to when we either die or just move on however we move on. So, I I just, I don't think it makes sense. And people obviously argue, well, obviously you're a nihilist, right? You know, why would that make sense to a nihilist? You you don't believe in anything, so why would you believe in heaven? And I thought, you know, this is a good point, right? Since I'm a nihilist, I don't really have room to talk because I don't believe in anything. So obviously I wouldn't believe in heaven or uh, some sort of true world. However, I think even if I wasn't a nihilist, the thought of a true world seems kind of ridiculous 
because just the mentality that it brings is really negative in my opinion. And that's ironic again, because right as a nihilist, I think nothing matters, right? Nothing matters. So that should be significantly more negative than believing in a God or in a, you know, world to strive towards. But for me, that's not true. And here's why I'll tell you. It's because when people use God and a true world as a cushion, it makes them not want to work in this life because all they want to do is make it to that second life. So, you know, like I vividly remember when I was younger, I was a member of a church, right? So I, I was, I believed in God and all of this stuff. So I would go to church and when things didn't work out in life, you know what I'd do? I'd pray to God, right? Because that's what you were supposed to do. And that just got me in a really, really bad mentality. And like I said, again, it sounds ironic seeing as I'm a nihilist, but as I continued to pray to God and, you know, just think in my head, everything's going to work out because I'll go to heaven. It just wasn't a good mentality for me because then I just got too content with not striving for my best because I felt like I was going to be bailed out, right? So if I just spend my entire life expecting to be bailed out, I'm never going to get any better compared to when I accept the fact that life is meaningless. There's no point. There's nothing. It makes me feel completely on my own and it makes me feel more accountable for my actions. And for me, that's a positive. Obviously, for some people, it might not be, right? For some people, the possibility of a God might help them function better. But I think personally, just the acceptance that you're on your own and you got to do your own shit makes you accountable for the actions that you perform, right? Because if I go and murder someone and I say God told me to do it, then I'm not being accountable for my own actions because I'm using God as an excuse to justify why I did the thing that I did. And, you know, is anyone going to listen to me? Probably not. But if I'm, you know, constantly internally justifying things that I do because I say they're an act of God, then why? Why, why would I continue believing in said religion because it's just encouraging me to do what most people would consider negative things compared to as a nihilist where if you're a nihilist you are accountable for your actions like i said i i keep repeating this but it's true it it just makes so much more sense because at least to me because there's no scapegoat. There's no way to say so-and-so made me did it or this made me did it. That made me do it because you are accountable because if you're a nihilist, you don't believe in anything. So you don't have anything to blame besides yourself. So it just, it, it doesn't make sense. And as um, an interesting point that some people have brought up to me, um, when I do, you know, when I talk about all sorts of different stuff and just being a nihilist, right? They think, well, why do you get out of bed, right? Mark, Mark, why do you wake up every single day and go to bed if you're a nihilist, right? You, you think everything doesn't matter. And, you know, some people will answer, some of the nihilists I've heard will answer, they're optimistic nihilists, right? 
And, you know, the meaning behind that is they accept the fact that, you know, they are completely insignificant and nothing really matters and they don't have a purpose in life and all this stuff, but they're just going to go through their day anyways, right? And they're just going to look on the optimistic sides and say, hopefully I'm wrong, right? And that, in my opinion, is just about the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Right. And you may be thinking, well, why is that stupid? Isn't that a good mentality? Isn't that the mentality that you have? Because you function, right? Do you not function? And you're correct. I do function. I do go about my day. I do positive things in most people's opinions. You know, I I go to school, I go to work, I go to, you know, the gym, I go to I do all this stuff that, you know, has a positive impact on my life. So people think, why, what's wrong with the term optimistic nihilist then? I'll tell you what's wrong with it. If you are a true nihilist, you don't believe in the good and bad, right? So how can you be optimistic? And uh, and too many people think that, think of nihilism as a pessimistic thing, right? You think that nothing exists and nothing matters, and that's being a pessimist, right? And that is not at all what it means, right? The being an optimist, a pessimist, and nihilist are three completely different things, right? Like we go to the glass half empty, glass half full, right? An optimistic obviously, an optimist obviously sees the glass half full, right? Because they're an optimist, they're thinking everything is better, right? And a pessimist looks at the glass and says, you know, it's half empty, right? You know, they're thinking negatively and they're thinking, you know, that this is a bad thing. A nihilist doesn't think like that. They don't think the glass is half empty, the glass is half full. They don't think there's a glass at all. They don't think there's water in the glass. Because they don't believe in anything. So, to use a better term, I would say, what I think is a better term, I call, what I call myself is, I call myself a high-functioning nihilist, right? And I derive this from the term of, like, high-functioning anxiety, right? So, for those of you that don't know, high-functioning anxiety um, is something where if you, you know, let's say you're facing anxiety, right? You're, you're taking a test or you're, you know, going to a job interview or something like that, right? You know, some anxious people would just break down, right? They, they wouldn't be able to do it. They'd get into that room and start taking that test and just have too much anxiety built up and just, you know, they can't even take the test. They'd rather do nothing and just sit there than take the test. A high, fun- a person with high functioning anxiety, high functioning anxiety can perform despite the anxiety and sometimes even perform better because of the anxiety. They take that anxiety, they harness it and they use it to pressure themselves into doing something. And this obviously isn't always a good mentality because, you know, if you're a student or, you know, uh, someone who really, really wants to do well in life, you're just going to constantly keep putting more and more pressure on yourself to do well, and it's just not a good habit to get into. But the reason I call myself a high-functioning nihilist is because that's exactly what I do. I function, and I function at a high level, despite not thinking that anything really matters or exists. And it's just, it's really interesting in my opinion, because... 
I think it just makes, like I said, a lot more sense than saying you're optimistic because you're not optimistic, right? Like I said, optimistic just doesn't make sense because nihilists don't believe in anything, so they don't believe you can be optimistic or pessimistic. But I do believe that you can function because you naturally, as a human being, have certain things built into your genetics that cause you to function on a day-to-day basis, whether you like it or not. You have natural survival instincts that will tell you, you know, you need to wake up, eat food, go to sleep when you're tired, you know, drink water when you're thirsty, stuff like that, that just kind of naturally encourages your body to do things that it needs to survive and be successful. So, being a nihilist, you can still function and go about your day doing things that your body has convinced you you need to do with while still believing in nihilism. This might be a little bit confusing to some people, and I completely understand why. It almost seems like it contradicts itself, although I assure you it does not, because you, like I said, you can function and still be a nihilist. You don't have to believe in things to function. So that's just kind of my opinion on the matter. Like I said, I just, I can't stand the term optimistic nihilist. I think it's just kind of ridiculous. Um, because like I said, nihilists don't believe in optimism. Um, one of the things I've realized as an optimistic nihilist that really help or not optimistic, sorry, high functioning nihilist that really helps me um, be a high-functioning nihilist is uh, in order to avoid the fact that nihilism exists and that reality, I have to set constant subjective goals, right? So, like, I'll go into a room and I'll say, I have to get an A on this test, right? And I'll just think right there, right? You know, because if I think constantly about nihilism, you know, I'm not going to be able to do this stuff. I'm not going to be able to function. But if I set constant, constant subjective goals, I can work through every single day just by setting goal after goal after goal after goal after goal. And as I continue to reach these goals, I set new goals. So by doing that, it it puts pressure on me to do things where I don't have enough time to constantly concentrate on nihilism. Because if I do, I look at that reality and see that life is indeed meaningless and... I lose motivation. So in order to avoid that, like I said, I use my skills as a high-functioning nihilist to set constant goals and just continue setting goals until I run out of them, which obviously will never happen because there's an infinite number of possible goals. So the more goals I set, the better I do. So... That is the way I feel (laughs) about the term optimistic nihilism and just kind of how I combat my day-to-day nihilism and still manage to get through the average day. So the last thing I want to bring up is just the fact that I think that nihilism just gets a really, really bad connotation, right? When you listen to people talk about nihilism, it's 
always negative, right? I watched a video um, a few days ago. Uh, it was titled Debunking Nihilism. And I watched it, right? I'm curious. I, I, I want to know if someone can really debunk nihilism because if they can, you know, what am I doing, right? What am I doing spending all of this time researching and learning as much as I can and, you know, and gathering information and opinions about something if it's false, if it, if it can be debunked, why, why should I do it, right? And I watched the entire video and this guy did not debunk nihilism first off. He, he just spent the entire time talking about how it's a negative mentality and then he basically went on to say that you shouldn't be a nihilist because it's negative, right? And you'll, you won't do things and all of this stuff, right? So obviously I thought that was kind of ridiculous um, because he, he didn't debunk nihilism, like I said, so I was really disappointed. But one of the things he brought up there was, you know, if you are a nihilist, you think everything's pointless and you end up committing suicide a lot of the time, right? And I'm like, that is not correct, in my opinion. Like I said, this is all my opinion. Um, feel free to disagree. But I don't think nihilists really commit suicide because while it's true they don't think there's a point to living, they also don't necessarily think there's a point to dying. That sounds confusing, right? Because, you know, if you're not living, you're dying. If you're not dying, you're living. But if there's a point to nothing then why should you kill yourself, right? That That is doing something, and if there's a point to nothing, you shouldn't live or die. So suicide, if you, if you are a true nihilist, you shouldn't even really be thinking of committing suicide because it's not in the nature of a nihilist. They, they don't commit suicide because that's not what they believe. They don't believe life isn't worth living. People who believe life isn't worth living are people who are clinically depressed, which obviously sometimes they can go hand in hand with nihilism. Some people can believe in certain types of nihilism and their clinical depression will combine with that nihilism to give them a feeling of hopelessness. But nihilism itself does not, does not cause depression and suicide depression and suicide are two completely different things. And you may be saying, well, if depression is combined with nihilism, then it causes suicide. So obviously it has, or it has an effect on it. Well, yeah, but just about any part of life when combined with depression can lead to suicide because, you know, no matter the way you look at it, life is depressing and has depressing parts, right? Like, for example, you know, if I turn on the TV and I'm like super, super depressed and I watch the news and I see a homicide on the news, right? That's depressing. But does that mean I should never watch the news because it'll make me more depressed and more prone towards suicide? I mean, obviously some people, yes, you know, if you're that depressed that you can't even watch the news, then don't and, you know, seek help immediately. But it it can be a contributing, nihilism can be a contributing factor towards suicide, but everything can be a contributing factor towards suicide, you know? Like things that people might view as positive, if you find a certain person that views it as negative, it can contribute towards suicide, you know? 
like having a day at the beach you know people think like this is just a random example but like let's say you go to the beach it's 75 degrees and sunny or 80 degrees and sunny or whatever you're laying out there you know you're with your friends you're you know looking out of the water it's crystal blue right and to the majority of people sure that's great right but not to everyone certain people can look at that and they can find something that makes them even more depressed about the water maybe you know a family member drowned in at that you know in that body of water in that ocean or whatever so does that make them feel better no it doesn't so obviously it's a contributing factor towards their depression and possible suicide so does that mean you know you should never go to the beach? Obviously not, right? That doesn't make any sense. So I just think overall nihilism has been known as a cause for suicide and it's not, it's just, it's not, it's, it's ridiculous to claim that nihilism is a cause for suicide because they're too like if you are nihilistic you are not suicidal that's not like lots of other things will have to contribute to your like you're becoming suicidal outside of just nihilism because like i said i am a nihilist i'm not sitting here and thinking about hanging myself every day because that's not what nihilism entails you can still live a life and you know be maybe not happy but live a life and know that you know nothing matters and still live a life and not want to kill yourself necessarily and just go through an average day like i do but obviously nihilism has just been given such a negative connotation that people just seem to ignore people like me who try to explain this to them. So hopefully you did listen to this and you now understand when someone says that they are a nihilist, that that does not mean they're going to walk into the other room and hang themselves immediately because they don't believe in anything. So I think that's where I'm going to wrap it up for the day. Um, If you got this far, thank you for listening. Um, Please feel free to reach out and just let me know your thoughts because I'm always interested to get different opinions on this. I love hearing what other people have to say and I could be wrong. So if you feel like reaching out and letting me know what you thought, if you have any disagreements with something I said, please let me know. Okay, see you.